What do you mean by live? Genuine live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! <laughs> Good evening and welcome to The Way We HNC It. This is a slightly newer voice than what you used to on the intro. It is with great regret that Bez can't make it this week. And as you can hear, I am still struggling from a very, very fun weekend away at King Bowl. So to join me and take a little bit of strain off of my voice, I have the absolutely stunningly handsome Thomas Clark with me. Oh, you still are hangover, aren't you? Ah, uh, well, that, some <laughs> might say I'm still drunk, but hey. Hey, buddy. How, you doing? How are you? I'm good. I didn't get to see you over the weekend. No, no, not not for traveling to play yet. No, not not quite yet. No, not yet. How's the baby? How's the baby cows? The baby cows, uh, they are doing just dandy. Um, I managed to perhaps aggravate them even further last night with uh, a impromptu ninety minutes that is uh, best left untalked about. Um. <laughs> for anything other than the fact it's a wrong shaped football Thomas okay that what it is it wasn't the quality it, the, the quality of it wasn't that great either <laughs> let's I mean yeah anyway right we have well, one last question go for it the weekend was there any pirates there, there was there were pirates there but, was... I mean obviously there's the famous pirates like the the best pirates in the world were there any pirates in the canals I mean, I haven't got any video footage, but there <laughs> is perhaps one or two rumours kicking around <laughs> that someone, Brandon Land, may have taken a little dip, <laughs> may, have, may have just dipped a toe in into the uh, murky waters that is kicking around in the canals of Utrecht. And... Yeah, it, 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 put it this way, looking at those canals in daytime, there's absolutely no chance I'd be going in there. But um, yeah, a little bit of skinny dipping going on, but that is, um, yeah, no no ships were stolen, no canoes were stolen either, so it, it's, it's okay. How many have you been to now? Because that pronunciation was on point. <laughs> just uh, this is just my second second visit to King Bow so far, um, so far because that was an incredibly enjoyable weekend of football. Um, I guess. Well, if if I'm hosting, we don't have to do a new segment, do we? I mean, I like the jingle. You like the jingle, do you? Greg with the news. Okay, and there we go then. Well, he's asking for uh, a little bit of news, and we might as well just talk about it. Obviously, the big event of the weekend pass being King Bowl, held over two days, the Saturday and Sunday. There were eight teams from the UK involved. And the strength of UK football was shown with every single one of those eight teams finishing in the top 15, Thomas. Nice. 
UK football's back. That is pretty, pretty darn impressive. That was pretty damn good. Um, and I'm I assuming believe... that means the HNC one, right? Uh... Oh, no. Uh... Oh, no, you're going to make me a liar. I mean, the HNC definitely won the <laughs> most amount of new friends. I've heard some rumours and seen some photos that suggested that the the HNC kits were popular. At least the Scotland, the, the Scottish team strips are popular. Um, well, the the requests for a certain uh, Midnight Runners kit. <laughs> I mean, Thomas, if you have not set up the merch stand yet, then we're missing out on money. Basically, so, don't do we not need the lotto this weekend? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That is your golden ticket nice. to uh, Willy Wonka's fan- factory. Um, but yeah, right. Where do, where would you like to start? We'll, we can discuss some of the teams, see how they got on. So, do you want to start HNC, or do you want to? Well, I suppose we should, being HNC loyal and what have you. I was going to say, since I've already mentioned pirates, can we talk about the pirates and the the women's teams? You certainly can. Yes. Um. I didn't see much of the games, I'll be honest with you, because I think um, I was just basically being a bit all over the place. Um, Parting around. Always. (laughs) You know it. You know it. And I'm just grabbing the group stages now because you put me very much on point. So, obviously, they were in Group A, along with Eagle Force 1, Eagle Force 2, there was the NEK Pirates. There was the Kuvala Indians. The University of Nottingham Gold, who I believe in the end were pretty much being coached by uh, a very, very handsome Mr. Stepani, who is certainly helping them out for a while. Yeah. Um, the... And then the hosts, Utrecht Dominators, were in there as well. So the... That's quite a, quite a group. It really is when you consider that um, obviously, Eagle Force One actually won out in their in that group, going completely unbeaten. Yet it was their their second team that actually made the final. That's quite that's quite the team. So that kind of tells you the standard of what they were going up against, which pretty darn tough. So I don't think it's any spoilers because being HNC, we know they made it into the bracket. Into the tier one bracket. Of the game. And well, <laughs> quickly going into it, you can see that they had to play the Domjali Tigers, who, you know, just the way this draw has kind of worked out just meant that they've went from playing in probably the toughest group and then they end up going and playing the eventual winners. And I mean, if anyone caught Anything that was on the uh, the live stream of the finals, they would have known that that Dom Jali side were were very good. You know, they they were able to make plays on on both sides of the ball, but also very explosive plays as well. That the, the QBs were, I mean, they, they ran some two QB stuff as well, and they were able to get the ball down the field even on those. So um, they they were someone who was able to attack from all over the park. So they kept that score pretty competitive and yeah, uh, 26-14 sounds a pretty good score for a touring team against someone that's 
and obliterated some of the other other teams in the tournament. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I mean that. Yeah, it was it was just quite an epic sort of women's bracket. Anyway, um, I mean, like Tom, what can I say to you? But I mean, I think possibly the most enthralling matchup was actually the third and fourth place playoff in that women's bracket like the whole tournament just shut down as this uh, that game against the Eagle Force won against the uh, the, the Red Lips was it yeah Moses Red Lips that, that went to an extra point shootout and I could not believe it just the whole thing shut down everyone kind of crowded around that one end zone where they were having that the, the, the playoff or the, the extra point shootout and I've never felt an atmosphere like it. It was absolute dynamite, mate. Um, it's possibly the most highly recommended thing that I could give you this week um, is to go on to that live stream and catch that. I, I don't have to hand at what point it is on the live stream, but find it. <laughs> it, is, it is genuinely, you want an advert for flag football, that is it right there. I'll try and do my best sleuthing and that, see if I can steal the the Facebook the, the, the Facebook passwords for the for the weekend. Oh it's yeah, hundred percent. But I mean that that's not even taking anything away from the quality that was in the final. Um but the, it was just unreal. Yeah. Um Bez using his superstar status to to get me some behind the scenes passes. Um, up onto the little cherry picker um, and being able to watch the final from up there was just, yeah it was great vantage point, kind of getting to see everything going on and just again everything, everyone lying in the park, just creating one of those atmospheres, you know what happened Tom, they had something you would have absolutely adored old school VW camper van, but the roof came up and it was a DJ booth I mean, yeah, that's great. It's just, yeah, you're, you're right. Literally, literally, they parked the VW camper right next to the park, and like the roof, like the the first sort of part of the roof just comes up, so it's still got like the main shell of it there, but it's just like a it exposes the DJ booth sort of bit, and they just climb up on top and sit on it. It's absolute brilliant. That'd be cool. It's a must buy, Tom. It's a must buy. Must buy. All right. Well, once we've got the merch stand up, we'll get our the Rexy themed one. Exactly. Oh, so, could, you ima- could you imagine a VW camper decked out in Rexy's uh, colorway? <laughs> That'd be incredible. <laughs> so, what I'm looking looking through the scores, I've gone gone done a little bit of homework, and by homework, I mean I've quickly searched it while you're talking about. I see cool. the Pirates won on a win, the um, first knockout game for the fifth eight games yeah bracket sorry uh 20 nil it sounds kind of handily like just handled well and then the final looks like it could have been a thriller the 1913 score it does it's it's i mean any one score game certainly tournament football sounds if it's going to be a thriller doesn't it yeah no I, I, and I'm, you know what you told me i'm going to go back and watch it so i don't want don't want too much more I want to go watch, okay. go back and watch the women's football because that that sounds like it was an incredible tournament. Okay, I mean you're saving me there because as I say, 
unfortunately, um, I didn't get to see much of the placement games um, due to our own involvement. Oh, uh, that little spoiler. Uh, well, not particularly, no. But, oh, I mean, you know, where did they... It must have meant the EK Pirates finished fifth then, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They finished top five. Yeah, which was a, a great achievement. I think that's... I don't think... Is the club even five years old yet? I mean, obviously, yeah. EK Pirates is, but I mean, the, the women's flag team. Oh, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Oh, we, I'm going to have a, the, my questions lined up for when we get the, the one and only baller back on. Oh, that... yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely do that. And I mean, like, yeah. You're asking the questions to the wrong person here. I know we've got like our little podcast, but I mean, Bez has let the idiots run riot again by not being here. It went so, so well last time. Oh, I know. Exactly. <laughs> okay, then. Right. So if that's in case, let's have a quick nosy at um, the, the men's bracket, the mixed bracket. Okay. So I'm not going to deal with the groups because I think we've got too many to talk about. With, oh. uh, with so many teams from, from Britain going over. So okay. let's go straight to Tier 2, into the placement games. Okay, I'm there. I'm right. not there. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm now Tier 2. Sorry, I looked at placement games for the Tier 1. No spoilers. So, <laughs> so what I'm looking at here is that we had a, an, uh, we had a uh, Rexy's Dukes game. Yeah, yeah a battle... Almost a battle of the old enemy. We've got Scottish against English here. I mean, I was going to go with, you know, flashy kits and flashy play, but if you're going to bring up... That I mean, flashy fun. kits against the flashy playbook. The, the most fun playbook going. <laughs> um, so you know what? It was it was one of those games. First thing on the Sunday. Um, and being honest, the, the pitch we were playing on was perhaps not in the most... The, the best condition to the point where where it was threatened by Bez that he was going to go grab some water and build a sandcastle. No. So it was either end either end zone was actually not too bad, but like the main sort of bulk in the middle of the pitch, it, it might it, it was almost beach flag to an extent. So I think both teams kind of got on the board nice and early in that one. Um, and then just it didn't go anywhere. Like after that, it was just stop, 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 which, you know, credit to the defences, you know. Um, and it went down to an extra point shootout. I had it in my head that, so the way I had this this play out in my head was um, looking at the score of 9-8. Uh-huh. Um, because I've, Basically, I wasn't there, so I just let y'all do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I had it. I had my head. Rexy going up, getting the one one extra point, being seven nothing up. Chooks coming back, scoring, deciding to go for two, taking the lead, and then I had a dramatic last play. Um, blitzers are humans. Blitzers are wonderful. Blitzers are gods. Safety to win the game. Unfortunately, not. Um, you know what? I don't even think either team got their extra point for their touchdowns. I've got a feeling this went 
third, I think it was three rounds of XBs. Um, you went all the way. I, I think so, yeah. I, I must admit, my, my memory at this point of the morning was a little bit shady. Um, the, the, all good King Bull stories seem to be that way, though. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I was in my bed by 10 o'clock the previous night. <laughs> um, and there's absolutely no evidence to say otherwise. <laughs> so one of the other, so the other two British teams, we had the SWC Dragons um, against the Mans... And I always forget their name. Um, and we were uh, 2013 win for the German team, um, which yeah. I, supp- I suppose it's a bit harsh uh, when you're sending the SWC and then also the Hurricanes are going in. So you're going to lose some of your best Welsh players there. Oh, uh, so that was the Mainz Elecorns. Thank you very much. So they had two teams there. There was the Elecorns and there was... Oh, what's the other ones again? I can't my problem is, is I, I equate them to you guys coming back last time doing the helicopter song and dance. Yes, yes, there was a lot of that. that uh, not not this remember. time, not this time. Last time there was. <laughs> um, oh, it's Legionnaires, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's Legionnaires. That's the one. It's the other one. And then um, the other game we had was uh, Aylesbury Vale Spartans against um, another team. That I'm going to avoid butchering the name of. Um, another looks like the German team kind of travels in forces this tournament. Um, oh, this was the the All Blacks. That's the one. So, I made the mistake to going across looking at it on paper. It's OL Blacks. So I was kind of thinking, oh, I wonder what that stands for. But no, they they were an All Black kit. So I just reckon this was a pun. <laughs> I'm giving them credit saying that this is a pun. Nice. But um, yeah, I think Aylesbury were down a couple players on the Sunday. I was going to say because that um, they would they would they're going they're kind of a sneaky pick for for down south. Yeah, I, I mean they had they had a half decent team, um, a couple of, couple of sort of athletes on the team as well. So I think it was just a little bit unfortunate for them that going into that um, that Sunday morning that I think there was a. There's perhaps a couple of the players maybe enjoy the festivities the, the previous night a little bit much. They weren't in bed by 10 like you. They, no, no, they, they needed, they should have had a good night's rest. <laughs> um, but that said, that that all black side were, they were pretty handy. Yeah. Um, but not handy enough to fend off the, the, the Rexy's Midnight Runners. Although 14 13 makes it sound like a very tight game again. Again, yeah, um, they were handy, and if you were to ask Gordon McSherry, he would say they were very handsy too. Um, <laughs> he felt there was a lot of contact going on in that game. Um, but again, this was another one that went down to an extra point shootout. So, 14-13. Um, I think it was two touchdowns, one extra point each. And then it was just one round of extra points. This one was one that was done nice and quickly for us, um, and again, it was it was on our favourite sand patch. So we we done all right with that. And then one of my favourite team names of Team Heal uh, for the uh, fifth game, fifth place play, uh, yeah, fifth place playoff. No, not fifth place playoff. No, um, ninth, ninth, ninth place playoff. Ninth sorry. and tenth. 
Um, um, and HNC runs riot and wins with a whopping lead of one point in the 13 12 game again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> here, this has to be said though, like, I mean, we'll say it's contentious, but Team Mojito scored with an absolute worldie on the final play of the game to force this to yeah. overtime. Um, I want to say it was heaved from from the other half and it was then juggled in a contested catch and then as he's going down, he's caught it and reached over the back of his own head to get it across the line. In the, opinion of the, me, yeah. in the opinion of the referees, of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a, a bit of athleticism that was genuinely fantastic. Um, not too much more that the DB could have done on that play. Um, a DBU? Uh, I don't think it was. Okay. I, I was in the vicinity, but... <laughs> not name and shame. Yeah. Uh... But again, this was another uh, extra point shootout. Um, you guys should probably get, think, get used to this I whole think... winning in, in, in regulation thing. I hear. I mean... You gotta love ties for ties. <laughs> and then we're on to the, the, the big boy bracket. Um where I am seeing an abundance of UK uh, teams. So you are we've got Cardiff against Amsterdam. We've got Smoke against another name I'm gonna ruin from Germany. Uh, or not gonna ruin from Germany. Uh, that would be the Badgers. Thank you. And then we have uh, Dunfermline against someone from the north of England, so probably not very good. Um, although looking at the score, I might have said that too. Yes, put, looking at that score, you're going to have to put on put some respect on Alan Mead's name. Yeah, no. To be fair, Alan, uh, I, I I love Alan. He's he's still one of the nicest guys that we get to play against, and um, he, he he does get a rough on the stick for not playing up here with the better with the better players. Um, but uh, it's good, good that he got to show off in a tournament. And you know what? He'd done it with um, what he would probably term as not being the best, being the strongest of squads. Um, but they yeah. they were they were NC. very. They, I mean, they were very good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, their play playbook and what have you. So, you know, anyone who puts up uh, thirty-one points on the Kings, even if it's a, full of ringers and and friends on a Sunday morning, it's uh, that's still got to be a very good team. Yeah, I, I know the guys at the Kings were extremely disappointed. Excuse me. Extremely disappointed <laughs> in um, the way that there. game that the way that game turned out. Um, I think they weren't too happy with a couple calls, but you know, if you end up getting beat thirty-one to fourteen, well, there's only so them. many. Yeah, yeah. I think you've kind of got to concede that you're maybe beaten by a better team on the day. Um, which you know I probably shouldn't say because we've got to play them this weekend. But <laughs> it, this is normally my job, so um, I'll just let's just leave it alone because I get in trouble for it, and <laughs> they can bench no, me. They can't bench hey, you. The king, the kings turned around from that, rallied, and they went on a bit of a run, I believe. Yeah, they yeah. went on an absolute run. Um, so. I, I think oh, Tree kind of took his anger out on a few of the other teams there. And they well, end watching up... them place fifth after beating Mayhem is it must have been a hell of a run, really, because we've seen Mayhem make teams look very silly. In the oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- yeah. 
they 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 uh, they did make a couple of teams look a little bit silly. They had a couple of injuries by by this point as well. Um, and I believe in this game you even got the uh, a, a Hoburn White versus Hoburn White matchup in young Eva making her uh, flag football debut this weekend, going up against her mum. It's not what we need in any agency is another Holden White. Oh, I mean, like when she came in at Blitz, Kaz is going to have to watch out. He's going to have she, to watch out. Would, she was showing out. Oh, she, she wouldn't tell her mama like that and follow her dad. So Kaz is going to have to start uh, <laughs> quickening up that recovery. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, that's great to hear. I'd say right. Eva's been around so long that it's uh, it's great to, to hear that she's she's getting involved and enjoying it. Yeah, so. I, I believe so. And then we have Cardiff winning fairly comfortably against Amsterdam with 33 nothing, and we have the Smoke beating the Badgers fairly comfortably at 26. So then we have the all-English matchup of the Smoke versus Manchester in the semis. Um, it's a bit harsh to say, but I don't think many people really expected anyone but the smoke to win that one and um, we've seen them beat the best from around the world so far um in their relatively short time as a bafa registered team so i think 35-6 sounds a fairly comfortable game it's a bit of a blowout in tournament rules isn't it yeah and then we've got cardiff setting up an all british final with a 28-6 um against den Haag. Which... I mean, that's quite a surprise to me. Looking at the way that Den Haag sort of p- were playing, it's maybe not a surprise in terms of Cardiff winning the game. But I think it was the, score, the score line to me is something that kind of I'm like, ooh, okay. Like that's that's an impressive score line. 28 yeah. six against the hyenas. But it certainly quick... is for me anyway. Oh no, no, in such a quick format, like you say, with tournaments, it's quite a big one. But I mean, I'm gonna. I did watch a little bit of the final. I didn't uh, totally hide the entire tournament in in, in, <laughs> in a half. And I must say, any any final that puts up um, sixty points in tournament level is it, it's a great it's a great final. Say so, and thirty four twenty six is um. It makes you think that you know the South might stand a chance against the HNC this year. <laughs> I mean, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it was a great, great matchup. Um, you know, the smoke came out hot. I think they got a couple of scores up on them initially, and then a couple of plays. The Hurricanes start coming back at them. You've got that the 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 cost that's touched out just before the half was incredible. You know, there was there was a couple of throws to him that he, he didn't collect beforehand, and you're maybe a little bit worried it wasn't going to be his sort of day. Then he goes up and does something like that. Just unreal. Yeah, well, the list then, of top, Tom's top 10 things are getting longer just from your recommendations oh, of yeah, things to watch. Absolutely. I mean, the thing is, it probably was as spectacular a catch as it was, it probably wasn't the most impressive catch of the day either. No. Because there's, uh, I can't remember a surname, but we're calling him Big Bill on the, uh, on the, on the commentary of it. But you know, there's one, he goes in for a jump ball at the back. The DB does incredibly well to deal with a guy of his sort of size to, to initially break up the pass. 
But as it's coming down, he manages to readjust the body and pluck this thing just before it hits the deck and even has the showmanship to like pull pull the ball up and show it off before he even hits the deck to make sure everyone knows that that was a grab. And like, you know. I mean, you're going to ball out properly. Yeah, absolutely. When you're playing in an international final, there was plays being made on every single down. It was a great watch. What are you saying? Despite the fact that the UK football was obviously the winner, football in general was the winner. It was just how good the quality was. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I mean, if you're to go back and watch a stream, what I really enjoy about it as well is the fact that what you get a lot in tournaments is teams tend to filter away when their sort of um, involvement is done. But with this tournament, everyone stayed around, you know, whether it's they nip off to the beer tent, they come back, start watching the games. It meant that both of these finals and it meant the third, fourth place playoffs all had a great atmosphere to them. Um, makes it a really sort of a great watch as well. And it's just amazing to be a part of. So if there's uh, if there's people who, who haven't been to one of these tournaments before, I would thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Oh. So in that case, congratulations to all the UK teams. Special congratulations to the Smoke for winning it all. And to the Kings for being the best PlayStation C team. Uh, well, Kings and Pirates, sorry. Both fifth. Yeah. I'm sorry, didn't mean to disrespect the name. And I mean, congratulations to, to Calum Stepani for his coaching debut as well. Yeah. He, he, he absolutely thoroughly enjoyed himself. <laughs> and uh, he, he would, it would wouldn't it would be remiss of me not to, to, to give a mention to the University of Nottingham ladies who uh, were very accommodating for him as well. In that case, well done, Stoop. Yeah. Yeah. And so just one one other question to come out of come out of King Bowl. And okay. excuse my language for this, but who the fuck is Bobby Black? You're not asking that really, are you? I mean, who is this guy? You know what? I'm so glad I can see your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. You know what? It's been, we've been talking guys, about They have guys who are great fun. Like, yeah. Where, where we were camped up, they were right next to us. So. Oh, no. <laughs> I think so you, yeah, there was a little bit of ribbon about the fact that we'd mentioned that we didn't know who they were and uh, we ended up playing them in the group and okay, yes, we might know who they are now. Okay, <laughs> we might know who they are. And that oh, is no. our mistake. The Sorry mayhem, for being who we are. Mayhem lads have been great. <laughs> We've um, enjoyed watching them at tournaments before. So, Yeah, uh, I, but I mean, nice. had a lot of fun. So I believe you've got another one before we get to the main event today. In the in the news of the world, yes, yes, a little bit of news, and this is more just kind of a a, a reminder for some teams. That I think that going into this league season, I think there's a new way of doing rosters, roster checks, and what have you with the Playways app. Um. I'm not speaking officially here, but everyone who's registered for it should have the emails. I don't know if that's kind of 
all going to plan at the moment. Um, so it's just a, a heads up for all the teams ahead of this weekend, just to get yourselves into your, your team's emails and make sure that everything is hunky-dory, plenty of time before the weekend, because with the introduction of all things, there's bound to be a hiccup somewhere. Yeah, and this is quite an exciting step forward to, to improving improving the, the way rosters and, and game days are handled. So fingers crossed this, this works well this, this, this season and this weekend particularly. Yeah, so I, th- I think it's kind of one of these things of they're, they're, they're introducing the basic sort of concepts of it first, aren't they? And then hoping to introduce some of the later sort of the, the better features as we move along just to kind of make sure they're all moving smoothly. Yeah, yeah, it should be quite exciting. Um. So yeah, no, no, you you bang on from what as far as I know. Um, we haven't heard from the people's commission for a while, so we should probably hit him up and get, get some find out how it's gone on and let me see if we can. Um, actually, if anyone's listening, if anyone ever listens to this, I don't know why you do, but if you do, um, <laughs> let's especially, when, especially when Bez isn't here, I know, just <laughs> shit, utter shit. Um, we're talking about wanting a quick one, and I think we're probably rocking an hour um, already. <laughs> not yet don't you worry <laughs> um but yeah no, it just, it just, just feels like, like it just feels like that <laughs> i know we're sorry everybody that we're not bears <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no go hit us up let us know how um, in the comments how uh, how you've got on with the with the app and you know any kind of cool things you'd want you'd, you know if, if you were making the app uh, for fact football in the uk what kind of things you'd want involved and um and then when we've got all our money from the rexy kit We'll go find some some tech company in in the in California and take over the world with that as well. Of course, because they would probably be part of our AFL AFFL uh, setup as well, wouldn't they? Once we've uh, invested in that, <laughs> buy the league. We'll Elton Musket. We'll just buy it. With who? Elton Musket. We'll just buy the league. Musk, isn't it? Did you say Elton Musket? Elton Musk, it. You know how he bought Twitter, just like through. So, so not... <laughs> you're thinking of Elton Musket, like, like he's a gun called he's a musket, all like all like. Well, yeah, I mean, first of all, first of all, it's, it's normally Elon, not Elton. So we've got oh. Elton John mixed with a musket here. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this, the, I mean, incredible cartoon character, Elton Musket. <laughs> I'm going to demand the drawing of that, by the way. <laughs> oh, dear. But, okay, it's it's made me think a whole different way about the the Twitter takeover. If it's Elton Musket, <laughs> he's got oh. his head in his hands, folk. He's got his head in his hands. Well done, Thomas. Well done. I mean, that's screaming of a t-shirt, right? Hmm? You're screaming of a t-shirt that one. Well, I'm... I don't anyone know what to say talent, to anyone. Anyone's got any drawing talent can make an Elton Musket. Um, it's it, you know what that sounds like. It's something that we need to ask. Like you know, the is it Jim will paint it. We'll ask him. Jim will paint it. That's for an Elton Musket <laughs> holding Elon Musk hostage until he signs <laughs> over the papers to Twitter. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> right. So before I cause any more trouble, um, 
what do you want to do? Do you want to do Div 1 in the greatest league in the world? Or do you want to do Premier League in the greatest league in the world? I mean, I, I, you're not even going to announce the return of the single greatest division of football. You're just going to go straight to the fixtures. You're not even going to say it's back. Baffa game days are back. Host. This is why I don't host. Don't bring that energy and enthusiasm and, and intelligence that, that best does. <laughs> it is dawn of another new season, Thomas. The excitement is there. The enthusiasm is there. High expectations from all of the clubs. We haven't even spoke to the clubs this year to find out what their goals and targets are. Yet, you can feel it in the air, Tom. Smell it in the air. I might just let myself sing in there. <laughs> <laughs> right, where are we starting, Tom? Talk to me. We're going D1. Let's start Let's with go. the most electrifying division you know in what? Scotland. I think, I think we should because I honestly think that we've got some crackers of games um, coming up in there. That's just this this worthy of it being the, the highlight. Go for it. Let's so, get to it. While I bring up <laughs> fixtures. So we've got the HNC Div One um, landing on the West Lothian Chargers uh, this weekend, and according to a Facebook post a little bit earlier tonight, the bar is open uh, for some post game drinks. Now. So, I wonder whether this is tactical. Are the Chargers preparing? <laughs> All I know is that we're finding a lot harder to find. We're finding it a lot harder to get drivers now than we did before that <laughs> post. Um, but to open up the uh, open up the day, we actually have the hosts against the Silver Cats um, on pitch two, and on pitch one, we have the Distillers making their league debut against the Outlaws. Okay, um, so. That's obviously going to be quite an introduction for the distillers. Um, They've seen seen Outlaws play before at different tournaments. They have done. They've seen um, the most recent formation of them as well. And uh, I think they've got got reasonable expectations of the game. Oh, Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware they are, but I'm just saying that is... A fair old introduction into the Baffa Leagues. It is. Going against one of the teams that's probably favoured to be coming back up. Um, well, don't go too far cer- down cer- that. Cer- Certainly judging by the bookmakers I've seen. I was going to say, don't go too far down that because I was going to ask you for a way too early prediction at the end. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, really excited to see how they fare in their first, uh, the first couple of games anyway. Um. And to really see how they sort of settle into life in the division. Because I think a lot of what they played so far is the tournament style football. So just seeing that the subtle changes between tournament football and the, the Baffa League structure. And um, because there is certainly a difference when you're playing in the game, you definitely feel a difference. Um It might just have been because I was sober, but um, no, the clock the clock definitely hits differently in the in the yeah. league games, especially when you get close to that two minute once you're into inside that two minute warning as well. So okay, um, so, before we go into the rest of the fixtures, do we think the Chargers are busted open the cans? The first game of the of the new season. 
the first game yeah, against the Silvercats. I will take the opportunity to remain a homer. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to sit in the fence here. I, Having looked fully at what the squad is for the Silvers, um, but I am quietly confident that they will have enough talent on the field um, to be able to make an impact, positive impact initially early on into this uh, season. Okay. Because I think the next couple of games of this game day will be a good learning curve for them. Yeah. But yeah, I think they'll they'll be they'll be fired up to make sure that they start the season in the right manner. So I think the the Silver Cats will just have uh, just enough to kind of see themselves over the line there. Yourself, Tom. I I think it's going to be an absolute riot of a game. Um, and I think we could. I think I think the Silver Cats will win. But I think it'll. I think they'll be frightened. I think they'll they'll be taken right to the edge. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. Um, then we've got the second set of games. We've got the Chargers and the Stillers, which is another riot of a game. Um, we've seen some good games between them in the in the tournaments and the preseason. I mean, I'm putting this down as my game of the day. Like, it's just potentially even my game of the weekend. Okay. I think across both divisions because a lot bar, bar, barring something that I've not seen in a good while outside of tournament football, someone's getting their first win. That's what I mean. A lot's riding on it. This is this is this is probably without being too mean to them. This is probably going to be a decider to um, to that bottom half of the table. This is going to be quite an early six pointer. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's an early six pointer. Yeah. Um and it's so, one that yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be a I hope it's gonna be a great game. Hope so. Um I hope it's gonna be yet another great advert for that division with uh yeah. Really, really looking forward to seeing how that goes. Best of luck to both teams. Oh I know. Yeah, we I mean this is like this is the thing we always say about Div One is that everyone like the camaraderies, camaraderies there in in all the H and C, but Dave one, it's just another level. Like there's such a great atmosphere that they get to go and play in. Absolutely. And then uh, on pitch two, we welcome the Colts and the Comets. Probably Comets, probably one of the most talked about teams this off season. With uh, what does their lineup look like? Yeah. Um, even tonight at training. Getting tapped up, asking if we knew any insider information. If we knew what that team was going to line up on, um, game one, week one. And I think the short answer is nobody does. Outside the Fair I mean, it, it, yeah. They they didn't turn up to. The, they weren't involved with the preseason, were they? No. So even then. There's not even a, a hint there as to what perhaps could be the squad. Yeah. Um, um so yeah. the comments, and we're expecting, having seen the way the comments played when Andy turned up at the preseason. Um, not the comments, sorry, the Colts when they Andy Brown turned up. Um, 
we know what we're expecting for them. We're expecting them, or at least I'm expecting them to probably be, um, probably be the third place team in in Div One this year, um, behind the Outlaws and Comets, and hopefully. This game's going to go well and, and push and, and find out whether the Comets are going to be uh, uh, beatable or not. Well, um, I, yeah, this is going to be a big indicator, especially, I mean, this whole game day anyway, but um, on where everything lies for the title race and also everything that comes after it. But yeah, it, the Colts are going to be organised. They're going to be well-drilled. They're going to they're going to be quite stuffy on defense and they're going to move the ball on offense. So it's, um, they'll, they'll give a good account of themselves. I've absolutely no doubts about that. And we've got the Distillers and Colts on pitch one after that, which could be a bit of a rough game. Could, might not be. Depends on how the first game goes for the Colts. Um, because it's they're, they're back to back to back on, uh, unfortunately. That is. That's going to be tiring. Especially when you see their last games against the Outlaws. That's, yeah. quite, that's quite the day. Absolutely. Um, and then you've got the Outlaws against the Silvers, uh, Silver Cats on pitch two, which, if I'm honest, I don't think anyone's expecting what really should be a Premier League team um, against a, a development team that's that's been middling in Div 1 for a year or two, for the last year. Um, I think that's the fear of Tom Clark and not that of the way we see it. <laughs> um, I think I think we're, we're we're fair to say that one. And then we have the the Comets and Silvercats on um, on the last game of the day on pitch one, um, and then we have the Colts and Outlaws on the last day, the last game on pitch two. <clears throat> okay, Tom. I know you said you didn't want to do it, but I'm putting you on the spot. We're going okay. to go through quickly pitch one, and we're going to do a quick pick them. Okay. So, Distillers, Outlaws. Outlaws. Okay, I'm going Outlaws as well. Chargers, Distillers. Chargers. I'm going Distillers. Nice. Distillers, Colts. 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 Comet, Silvers. On the assumption that it's a team that, uh, that, that this rumoured Hall of Fame team, um, I'm going to go with the Comets. Same. Okay, pitch two. Chargers, Silvers. 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 Colts, Comets. Again, going on the assumption, it's the team that we, we think is turning up. I'm going to say Comets. Okay. Outlaws, Silvers. Outlaws. Outlaws. And then the Colts, Outlaws. Outlaws. Okay. There we go. We have it. We have the Tom Clarks. Picks for the week in Div One, um, nothing. It is the, that one game that stands out. It's the one where you're like, oh, I really don't know which way I want to go with that. Um, that one, like, uh, like you said, like, I think it's the game of the weekend. Like part of me really wants to go and pick the the Chargers with that kind of seen the improvement that they've had, um, over the past few months and what have you. And there is a very, very good chance that they do still manage to take that win. I'm just hoping for a little bit of uh, a little bit of spark coming into the league there from from the distillers. You just prefer whiskey to, to beer, don't you? Uh, I, 
Controversially, probably no. I'm terrible at drinking whiskey. <laughs> terrible. Okay. So, and what before week one, who do you think's coming up automatic and who do you think's going to go into the playoff from Div 1? Having spent this past weekend with one of the guys from the Outlaws and enjoying how much he would be quite <laughs> not not quite riled, but how much he would bite to any little comment towards it. And we had a lot of fun with that, by the way. <laughs> and Casper took it tremendously. Um but it would be um I, I would say that they they've got the bit between the teeth. They have um you know, it's that thing where they feel they've been slighted. Um, and I think that they're just going to have, you know, they have an incredibly handsome quarterback, of course, who throws the, one of the prettiest spirals I've seen in a long time. Um, but with that and all the oh, guys like Archie and that all playing, you know, I think they've got the talent to be a Premier League team. And I think they have the determination to really go out and try and scorch earth in Div 1 this year. Um, so they would be my um, pick for, for going up automatically. Um, and then I guess it is that sort of thing of if it's a team that we've kind of, we get whispers of most years for the Comets, if it's them, you'd probably have to say that they're in the mix for the automatic if it goes the way that it does sometimes for them and that it's quite an inconsistent squad from game week to game week, then that's maybe what's going to be the deciding factor in them being the playoff team. Fair enough. Okay. I think I agree with you. I think it's I think it's I think there's a one two and then there's a gap. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I would pay so much money, so much money for Edinburgh to come that playoff team and for a certain outcome in the Premier League <laughs> so that you get that playoff game. I mean, that playoff game we all know we won. <laughs> yeah. And that we would all be screaming for a live stream of. Well, hopefully, with the way the tournaments have been done in the past. That would be part of the festival of football um, weekend, and it would definitely keep at least the HNC around for the second day for sure. Oh, I mean, yeah, there is definitely an outcome out there that happens like that, <laughs> and oft there's a lot of money on the line. <laughs> right. So now we're on to the premiere. And this week's hosts are Glasgow Killabees. Um, I believe we're going to be the most anticipated sporting event in Glasgow. Oh, the yeah, yeah. east end of Glasgow uh, that morning. Um, despite some wee thing happening in the SPL or the, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we couldn't couldn't quite get Parkhead as game day, unfortunately. Um, too big. It's, it's too big of an event was, for, for that kind of venue. Yeah, I think I think there was a wedding going on there or something. Yeah. 
<laughs> so um, on day one, we have uh, day one pitch one. We have Raptors versus the Broncos, which should be a cracker of a game actually. Um, first game, first day. Welcome to the Premier League. Let's 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 see what you've got, kind of thing. I mean, the Raptors have the the back to back to back, and it is a dicey one to be coming into the Premier League. And having the Broncos, the Kings, and the Hornets, you know, the top three from the last time that the Baffa season counted. That is. Well, did it count or did it not? From the last time it counted. I know, but they got got promoted. When you had the cross cross conference. But they got promoted on it, so it did count. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. uh, you know, you, you know my. St- I'm getting. I, I made my stance very clear. <laughs> no, if nothing, we're we're chasing we're chasing listens, we're chasing views, we're chasing yeah. chasing interaction. Um. Okay. So on pitch two, we have the Kings out Oil Cats, which, to be fair, should be quite a spicy little game. Um. We've got Kings breaking into the top three. Um. Like you say, last time the the, the Premier League played. Um. All cats have kind of got to go out and, and prove that that was a mistake here for them. Um, or the Kings are going to rightfully be part of the big three. I mean, the Kings ended up fifth at, at King Bowl. Yeah. So, you know, they are a international heavyweight nowadays. Yes. So that is, that'll be a fun game. And it's a really big game to start a season with as well. And then um, the Kings move on to pitch one and they'll meet the Raptors. Yep. Another brilliant... Do you know what? I'm going to have to stop saying it because it's this whole season's just cracking game after cracking game and the, the schedule seems to have landed quite nicely as the year goes through um, so, to make sure we're getting the best games. Yeah. And on that note, the next game is the Hornets against Killer Bees on pitch two. Which will be the... First time, no, no. Last year we had the cross conferences, and they were we had the everyone in one. I was about to say it's the first time the classical clubs would have met in a in a regular um, regular season game, but that's not true. So I will shut up. It will be the first time that a parent club has played a Colt team in a Premiership yes. game. Well, I mean, that sounds like you're trying to trying to claim bias already, like. Like, In what yeah, way? it sounds like you're trying to say that the that you know by by bringing up the parent development relationship between the two clubs. Would would you deny that? No, no, it's it's going to be. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it, think, Tom. I think I think in, in, in the in the in the pick and bit we'll do. I think that could be one quite an easy one to call that one. Um, and then we had the last of the Raptors games of the day against. Um, the Hornets, the Hornets. Who just had their warm up. That I hate to say this, but that could realistically be. I mean, this is going something. to be like the first. You know, this is the first game day of this new Hornets defense. So, is this the full new Hornets defense? I mean, I I don't with, know the availability of everyone this week with the new the new additions and everything. I am going to assume. 
I'm making the assumption that on day one of a season, you will have your strongest squad available to you. So which that, of that, the GB line, which of the GB setup is getting left out of that defense? <laughs> That's not my decision. And I'm <laughs> thankful for it because I do not want to be the one that has to turn around and ask someone to sit out. Because I know fine that that person will not be very happy. And that's why they're there. That's why they're at the Hornets. And then when they come in, you've then got a elite level player, very angry and trying to make a point. Yeah. So best of luck. Every single offense that has to play that Hornets defense this this year. Yeah. And then to be fair, we have another great game. We have the Broncos and Oilcats, which has been some of my favorite games to play in over the last few years. Um they're always really quite uh, fast-paced, really energetic, and um, very competitive. So I'm looking forward to that game. Um, watching from the bench, it should be good fun. Um, no, I think I'm not. I, that's not going to be a fun one to call. I think that could be a very good. That could be a very good game. Um, knowing the Broncos and, and knowing what we're bringing, um, I believe there's a, a former football player from America coming, um, Calvin Johnson. I don't know. You may have heard of him. I believe he's <laughs> he signed up for the Oilcats this year. Oh, has he? Yeah. Um, oh, well, if, he, if if he plays along with Scott McDonald, then it's fine. He won't see him. It's, it's okay. <laughs> you throw you throw the other side. Um, <laughs> and then back on pitch one, we have the bees against the Oilcats to close out that pitch. Um, that's that's a that's a long day for the for the for the bees. That's um. I mean, we've, the, we've, the seen the, we've seen the bees before come out and be quite organised and, and what have you. I think the, the fear for them is what squad they have, what squad they're able to retain from what they've had previously. Um, you know, we've seen them turn up short-numbered to the preseason, And if that continues, then I'd, I'd have some real concerns for them. But with the club in Glasgow, the way that it is, they're going to be well-coached. They should have, they should have plenty of resources to them in terms of, you know, they should have the players there if they, if, if things are done the way that I expect them to be done, and um, they're not, not going, to, they're sure. not, they're not going to be pushovers. No, no, no. Teams will work for whatever they get against them, and they will be worked on defense as well. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, just a. It, it might be a long season, but I think I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna compete in games. It's not um, yeah. it's not a case that they're coming up and they're gonna get whipped. I think week in week out. And I think it'll be a, a great experience for quite a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then we probably have the honest the showcase of the HNC Prem um, games. I, I, I'll admit I didn't even realize this was on this day. Yeah. I've just seen it now. <laughs> With the Hornets versus the Broncos. Oh, yeah. Um, Hornets having gone back to back to back um, and the, the Broncos getting um, getting their uh, getting back to back as well after having played the Oilcats. It's, do you know what? It, it's, it's, a, it's another cliche of football's a winner. That one. Um I mean, I'm, glad that's... We're not re- I'm glad we're not refereeing it, but um, and it's a shame we're playing at the same time because I'd like lo- I'd love to watch that one. Yeah, yeah, that will um... be a great fun game. And to be fair, that's the the Hornets playing three games on the trot as well. 
So that could be an interesting factor. I would say that for most teams. But as we've already mentioned, having six or seven GB defenders. Yep, rotation can be quite good. They, they should be fairly good and, you know, they should be able to rotate fairly well. And um, I, I, I'm going to go out there and say it doesn't really matter if you're playing them in the first or last game. I think you're going to get all the Hornets all game, every game. Um, but that's going to be, that'll be a fun one. So go on then, right. Let's go through. We've got Raptors, Broncos. Who do you think? Uh, Broncos. Yeah, I agree. Kings or Cats? I, I've got to back my own team. I've got to back my own team. Yeah, and I've got to go Oil Cats there. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Kings, Raptors? I will go with the Kings. I think coming off a King Bowl, as they have done, they will be firing no cylinders. I think, if I'm honest, I think the same. Um, yeah, having having seen some of the scores, Wait, yeah, yeah. Pop, it's which is, I mean, I'm some. I'm saying that I'm taking my home team, but I mean that that first game has the opportunity of going either way. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, but yeah, I'll take the Kings. Okay. Um. Hornets. Bees. Hornets. Hornets. Yep. Yeah. Raptors. Hornets. 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 Broncos, Oilcats. I've I've went the home way once. So <laughs> I mean they won the division the last time we played as the full thing, didn't they? Yeah. So they they are the kings until they're not the kings. Okay. Obviously, they're, obviously, they're, obviously, they're not Dunfermline, but <laughs> I, you know, they're the champs until they're not the champs. So I will, I will take, I will take that. I'll take the uh, the, the Broncos for an early, early stab. I'm going to go Homer. I'm going to go Oil Cats. Uh, Bees, Oil Cats. Uh, oil Cats. Yep, yeah, I think I agree. And then the. I mean, you've already made your mind up on this one. It's the Hornets and Broncos. Surely you're picking the Broncos. <laughs> ah, it's, it's This is a really difficult one because I, I, you're right. They're the champs until they're the champs. You've got Nicky coming back off an injury. Is he up to 100% yet? Does that affect his ability to play QB? I will go with the seven GB defenders. You're picking the Hornets, are you? Yeah, I'm taking the 27 GB defenders to, to be able to, to get them over the line there. You're, you're saying that the Kings are no longer the Kings. I'm, I'm saying that an early season blip might affect the, the, the reigning champs. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm going to pick the Hornets too. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All that for just... To... Oh, wow. <laughs> um, no, I think it, 
I mean, you've got the you've got the Broncos going two and one. I've got the Broncos going one and two. And I think, but then either I way, think, we're we could. I think I've got the Oil silly. Cats going two and one. No, you got the Oil Cats going two yeah, and uh, two and one. And I've got them three and zero. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I know I'll start instead of you now. <laughs> yeah. True. Okay. Early season predictions, then, Thomas. I want a title winner mm-hmm. and I'm going to push you for the two yeah, at the bottom. The two at the bottom? Yeah. Okay. Um, because let's face it, if once we've got the two out the bottom, the next the, and the title, like the other three are making playoffs anyway because they just sweep the uh, NEC, don't they? In your view. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so I've got probably got the Hornets, if I'm honest. Um, I think it's hard to see past the, the number of elite players they've got. Um, it kind of reminds me of the year the, the um, Broncos won it when they kind of started that little bit of domination um, over the league. Um, they just they were stacked GB to GB um, on offense and defense, and they're just this Hornets team just screams that kind of quality. I mean, I'm assuming the GB coaches know more than me, and they've picked some damn good players, and they're all in all going to be playing in black and yellow at the weekend. So, um, I'm going to say Hornets to win, and then I think I'm going to say bees and. The Raptors and respectively, I think. Okay, no, I, I mean, I think I'd probably agree with you on both fronts there. Um, I think with it's just so difficult to see. Um, how the Hornets are going to lose games when they're not able to concede points because they're just so so stacked on the defense. Um, You're talking about so def- back defense back. win championships. So if you've got like, yeah, that's that's for me. And then I think it's going to be um, a tough first year in the prem for the Raptors in terms of you know it will be a learning curve for them, and I think they will get better over the course of the season, but. Oh, yeah. For me, it's so difficult to see past the four teams. That I think so. You know, um, had the Kings not done so well at preseason and so well in King Bowl, I'd have thought a bit harder. Um, because we keep hearing how they struggle for players, they struggle for numbers and things. So, but um, having seen what they've done internationally, I, I don't think we can yeah. really say that they're going to be in, in in for the fight. When they when they have their guys, they're they're so difficult to stop. You know, I've seen Cal Nickel going up for some of those ones again. You know, he's a big he's a big lad anyway. But when he's able to get a good jump and a full extension, he's bringing those things in one handed. It's phew, unreal. Right. Oh, well. So Thomas, do you have a joke for us? Um. No. You don't. I don't. I totally forgot about it. Um, oh, come on! Give me a second. Right, give me a quick, second. a quick, a quick Google. Um, 
and let me think, is there anything we have done this week that I can perhaps talk about? Um, well, you know what? We obviously went across to um, the Netherlands to, to go and play in that flag football tournament. And um, one of the things that, that happened was that we got an opportunity, Tom. We were presented with an opportunity, or more accurately, Bez was offered an opportunity, and I got to tag along with cocktails again, and we got to go and commentate on a international final. For me, the takeaway is: you get an opportunity, you got to take it. Right? When things arise, new options, new opportunities, go for it head first, attack it, and you will love it. All right. That's that my words of, words of wisdom for the week. All right. We'll take that. Which is perfect going into week one. If yeah. you see opportunities, take them. <laughs> and so the theme I'm going with for my joke is we're wildly approaching day one of the season. So I'm going with a calendar theme. Okay. And I'm, pretty, I'm pretty worried for the calendar, you know. You're worried for the calendar. Why are yeah, you worried, worried for, for the, the calendar. calendar? It stays unnumbered. You know what, Tom? <laughs> Under pressure, you have delivered. You have delivered. <laughs> so, Just in time for the season. Oh, God. That, that took a second to hit. <laughs> it's obviously getting late, so do you want to do the... the, the do you want to do the, the mortal sign-off? Oh, am I getting the opportunity? I'm getting the opportunity. Yeah. Here we go. So that is the way we HNC it. Thank you for coming and listening or being bored with us. So it's goodbye from myself and it's goodbye from Tom. Goodbye. Have a great weekend, folks. If you're playing, ball out. If you're going to watch, enjoy the games. Get in touch in the comments section and let us know how it was. We'll speak to you soon. Remember that you can be sure to never miss an episode of The Way We HNC It by subscribing on whatever platform you listen on and ensuring that you leave us a couple of stars as a review. Um, to be honest, we're not entirely sure what that does, but... If you enjoy the show, give us some decent stars and tell your friends. And if you don't enjoy the show, then com feel completely free to tell nobody about it. You tried, you didn't like it, but hey, at least you tried and at least we got here. And to be honest, you must have liked it a little bit because at the, here at the end of the show, you're still listening. Speak soon, everyone. Have a great week.